Well, good afternoon, everybody. Today is Monday, October 3rd, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 4 of the What Suits You podcast. My name's John Suter. And I'm his daughter, Madison. And we sit at the intersection of sports, politics, and celebrity gossip. Maddie, we have a full-on agenda today. We're we gonna do. Be, we're going to be talking a little bit of European football, as we normally do. Um, there's even a little, little bit of protesting going on in European football, which I'm kind of excited about. We've got, um, we've got some time to talk a little bit about some American sports, particularly live golf. Of course, we have some time with the royal family, maybe not the one everybody's thinking about. And we'll close up with a little Formula One, some Twitter feed, and some sister love. Perfect. How's that sound? Sounds great. All right. Let's, uh, oh, let's get it out of the way, Maddie. Our Spurs got thrashed this weekend by that club, other club from North London, which shall not be named. Honestly, I woke up at 7.30 in the morning to that, and it immediately ruined my day, to be honest. Well, I have to tell you that um, I'm two hours behind you. So I woke up at 5.30 in the morning to be part of that, and I concur. It was terrible. I mean, it was, I was, I not only was it hard to watch, I just, it felt like I was getting kicked, like kicking the dead cow. Is that what yeah. they say? It was one of those games where, or those matches where um, you never felt a sense of optimism, right? No, I, the, within the, the first goal, goal was scored by Arsenal. I knew it was going to be bad, bad, yep. bad, bad. Yeah. And I didn't see why we got the red card. It was Emerson, right? It was Emerson. I don't, I still don't really know what happened. I didn't watch the replay because I was just so tired and kind of in shock, but yeah. it does not shock me that. Was it straight red or was it yellow, yellow? No, straight red. I'm pretty oh sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We can't have that in, in a North London Derby. No. And it brings the debate of whether or not Emerson Royale is a, a good player. Well, yeah. you know, he got a lot of criticism last year. Yep. I feel like he made a ton of improvement. Mm -hmm. physical but obviously at this point he was too physical yep it, yeah oh it's hard to swallow it is well we could just move right from one disappointment Perfect. to the other yeah how did the usa draw to saudi arabia they drew to saudi arabia and they were playing the saudi b team basically it was embarrassing it oh. was embarrassing they need to do better i don't know if it's greg Birdhalt or or whatever his name is i don't know if it's the greg's the issue but it, there's no unity in the team yeah, it felt like um, coming out of the spring and into summer, we were in good shape. And then mm -hmm. we sort of slumped since then. Yeah, I guess like going back maybe to the international, uh, going not that's international duty, going back to club duty. I don't know, yeah. but something happened. Something's not right within the team. They got to figure it out. The World Cup's a month away. I can't, I can't live through another disappointment. Well, and they're not it. in an easy group. No, they're not. Although I have to tell you, I think the fans of uh, English soccer are probably just as disappointed as the Americans are because we're in the same group, are we not? Yes, we are. So that will be good to see. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, um, keeping with the European football theme, kind of interesting about Denmark's World Cup kits, right? Yes. So, so fill us all in on that. Yes. So Denmark's World Cup kit sponsor is Hummel. 
like the brand that sponsors their kit. And they released the World Cup kits this week or this past week during international break. And one thing that is noticeable about the kit is that it's all monotone. You can't tell, you can't see the Denmark, the Danish football men's logo, and you can't see the Hummel logo. Huh. And they released a statement saying that they did not want their logos to be seen due to the human rights violations in Qatar for the World Cup because over 6,000 people have died building the stadiums. And they said, we're going to go, but we don't want to, we're going to try to tone it down, which I thought was interesting and probably a good move. Interesting. So I don't know a whole lot about Hummel, but this is one of those examples of of um, society and politics uh, influencing sports, right? Exactly, exactly. And using kind of global sport as an opportunity to make a political statement as well. Yeah. Right up my alley. I love right. it. Yeah. I love it. Well, we'll have to see how Ericsson looks in that um, in that toned down Danish jersey. Yeah. Lord knows he got <laughs> smacked around in the Man City, Man United Oh, game. God, it was bad. I mean, that was... You know what? At least I'm not, at least we're not Man U fans. That's all I got to say. That is true. That's all I got to say. That is absolutely true. One United to the next. We understand that Leeds may be interested in uh, Christian Pulisic. Yep. There's some interest from Jesse March into baby Jesus, as we call him, the young American hero that's going to lead the United States men's team to victory. Christian Pulisic Leeds United is wants to put an offer in because he's not getting any playtime at Chelsea. And huge, if he goes to Leeds United, they are going to have three American players and an American soccer coach. Wow. So then you got it that the American gaffer with the three players, that's a team you got to root for if you're American. That's the team you got to root for. Yes. And so you have you if he went there, you'd have Christian Pulisic. You'd have Aaron. um, Brendan Aronson. Brendan Aronson. And and Tyler Tyler Adams. Wow. Yeah. I like it. I know. But I obviously do want uh, Pulisic to stay. Well, I don't want him to stay at Chelsea. I just want him to get playing time and to score some goals. Right. So So if he can't do that at Chelsea, hopefully he'll be able to do that at Leeds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are, um, what's going on with Spurs and Coca-Cola? They have announced a partnership. The Spurs are now being sponsored by Coca-Cola. I was trying, that came out of a little bit out of left field for me to be honest. But then I was thinking about it and you have that photo. I believe it's Harry Kane kicking the Coke bottle from last year. Ah, yes. And you know what? I, I'm nervous about this. I'm nervous about the partnership, but you yeah. know what? I, I'm a huge Diet Coke fan. So I guess I have to be pro Spurs and Coke. I mean, can you imagine if, if Harry Kane was photographed drinking at DC, you'd go ballistic. <laughs> New background. I would go <laughs> ballistic. I would make that, I would not shut up about that, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we'll have to see how that plays out. Yeah. We will. Does that mean that everything in Tottenham Hotspur stadium would be a Coke product? I think so. Oh. I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, I think that's how it works, but they yeah. don't have Diet Coke in the UK, I don't believe. I think they have like Coke Zero. As your sister might say, does Diet Coke have aspartame in it? It does have aspartame. Aspartame. Yeah, aspartame. <laughs> yeah that might yeah. not be okay over across the pond. No, I don't think they want their, their citizens to, you know, die yeah. a little bit each time they drink a yeah. Diet Coke. <laughs> Jeepers. I hope Jeepers. Not. Yeah. All right. So what's going on with the leak on the balloon 
or list. Yeah. Okay. So running my Twitter feed for, it was probably about two hours, maybe last week in the afternoon, uh, unremarkable day, but there was a, li- the like leaked list for the balloon d'Or came out, which is, you yeah. know, like soccer trophies. And what do they put five soccer players on that list? Five football players yeah. on the list. And then they narrow it down. Yeah. Like- yeah. So like the, the long list was, um, released like the, you know, they're who they're considering and Sung Hyung Ming, our boy, Sonny was on it. Yeah on the alleged leak list. And so oh. that really just jazzed me right up because yes. if he's a balloon d'or winner, I think he should be not only for his efforts at Spurs, but he dominates the South Korean national team games. It's just, he's a legend. Give him some trophies. Why not, right? You Why might as not? well. Left foot, right foot, doesn't but matter. He's doesn't all Doesn't matter, he's got it. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> um, all right, so uh, let's just keep it with uh, European soccer for a second here. Mm-hmm. Now, um, of course, our Bundesliga update is that FC Köln, yes. the team our German sisters, daughters uh, root for, yes. beat Borussia Dortmund. They did. I kind of an upset, wasn't it? Oh, it's a huge upset. Borussia Dortmund, I don't know how that happened, but absolutely, you got to be jazzed. You got to be jazzed for the city of Köln. You got to yeah. be jazzed for the team. Jude Bellingham, who's that 19-year-old uh, British guy who plays for Borussia Dortmund, was captain during that game. So I know that's definitely his first oh, time tough. being captain. So yeah. that will that will definitely be something he needs to work through. But yep. go FC clone. Well, <clears throat> that is certainly a big victory, you know, for a team that faced – I mean, they were in the playoff to be relegated uh, two years ago. Yeah. They finished in the upper half of the table last year. Um, so maybe it's a team on the move. Who knows? Who knows? It could be yeah. a, it could be a Lester situation. It could be a Lester situation. I would be just got to go back to Germany for that one. Yeah. All right. Let's finish up our European soccer agenda. You have a very difficult decision to make. Yes, I I am experiencing emotional turmoil because I play fantasy Premier League with yep. a bunch of former D3 soccer players from my college and I restructured my team so I could buy and so I could get Erling Holland in it because he's just someone you can rely on with the points I guess and so I have Harry Kane as my captain and I had Sonny as my vice captain on the on my fantasy football squad yeah. And that gives them a little points boost. So when you're captain, oh. I believe if you captain a player, it doubles the points. So that, that matters. Yeah. Yes. So Erlen Holland had 20 fantasy points this past weekend because mm-hmm. he scored the hat trick yeah. in the Derby. And if I had him as captain, it would have been 40 points. Now, here's the, here is my issue is I am, I can't, I don't know if I can actually with good faith decide that I have to remove the captain band from Harry Kane and pass it to Erling Holland in my fantasy soccer team because I already gave Erling Holland my vice captainship from Youngman's son and I'm feeling very conflicted as a Spurs fan. Well, now let me ask you this: Is there anything on the line in this fantasy league? No. Okay, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. It doesn't really. I mean, matter. you could kind of obviously you could do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a. There's a moral imperative. It's the moral, the moral issue that I'm struggling yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I think, uh, I don't know, if I were you, I think I'd stick it out with Harry Kane. I think I think you got to do. Or more goals, but if yeah. there's nothing on the line. 
you're right. Actually, that was very humbling. You're correct. There's nothing yeah. on the line. I will stick. I would like to retract my questioning. I now put it on the record. I will stick Harry with Harry Kane as my fantasy soccer captain. Bang. We got something decided tonight. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Well, uh, moving on from European soccer or football to European royalty. There's something amiss in the house of Denmark. I know. Speaking of Denmark, I mean, right. I, you, I follow this TikToker uh, who's from Denmark. I'll have to figure out her username, but she gives updates about the Danish, poli- pol- Danish politics and what's yeah. going on in Denmark. And this is actually huge news. The queen of Denmark has decided to strip her grandsons of their royal titles of prince and princess. Now, Wait, grandsons or grandchildren? Her, uh, grandchildren. There's okay. one yeah. granddaughter. Yes. Yeah. And so this is comes out of this is huge news for royal watchers. Yeah. Because these are the she has two sons, the crown prince and then the other prince. And she said mm, to her other son, who's not the crown prince. I don't think your kids want, I don't think your kids should have royal titles. And so she just stripped them up of it on a random day. This it, uh, reports from their mother and like the son and his ex-wife and his current wife yeah. said this came out as, out as a shock and that the grand, the queen's grandchildren now do not feel supported and loved by their grandma and that they are no longer comfortable within the family because they feel like that it that was just kind of out of left field and they wow yeah i mean they're and then they just a random afternoon again no more royal titles for them so what's interesting is this is i guess it's not similar to harry and megan but Mm-mm. the crown prince's grandchildren have their titles correct like prince joachim who's the brother of the crown prince, none of his kids have their royal titles. Correct. Which means they don't get a government stipend. Mm-mm. That wow. means they got to start working. Yeah. They got to start working. Yeah. So that's super interesting. And kind of like, I would love to, I would love to know what's going on within that family right now. Cause I'm yeah. sure it's crazy. Well, you know, money's tight in today's economy, Maddie. Sometimes you just that's have true. to take people off the dole. <laughs> I guess so. And I guess there's, I, but I mean, that has, there's nothing, nothing like getting reminded you are the second favorite in the family like that, well, I guess. Not just the second favorite, but your kids aren't even. Your kids don't even matter at this point. I yeah, guess. really, in terms of royalty. Wow. Wow. That's yep. something else. Yep. Well, there you have it on the on the Queen of Denmark. Now the question is not if, but how is she related to uh, King Charles III? We That's, know. No, but that needs to be. I think that needs to be determined. That needs to be determined. That I'm going to put it right down on my list for next week because that actually we need to delve into that. That's an opportunity we have missed. Yeah, I mean we have to understand how all these royals, uh, you know, are related to each other. Yep. I'm, because, I mean, my goodness. They're probably I, like distant cousins, right? Yeah. Or close cousins. Yeah. Well, you have to remember that um, Queen Victoria mm-hmm. was 
quite prodigious in producing offspring. Yes. And everybody's sort of related, and not everybody, but many of the Europe's royal houses are related to each other through Queen Victoria. And her unbelievable way of getting and marriage, her way to broker those marriage arrangements oh, yeah. she was, was unreal. A, she was a player. Yeah. She played the game. She created yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So. All right. Next up, let's move on from uh, European royalty to um, let's 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 do a little F one here. Yeah. So we had the race in Singapore this yes. past weekend. Um, yep. I know you watched it. Give me mm -hmm. a sort of a quick takeaway from that race. Particularly, you know, this is a chance to pump up your boy. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, Singapore Grand Prix happened. I woke up at 7.30 for this race because it started at 8. I like to see the track walks. I like to see the interviews. Woke up, rain delay. Oh, my. Seems the FIA have forgotten that there's this thing called a wet tire. And yeah. they said, you can't use that. It's too dangerous. So there was a rain delay. And basically what happened throughout the race was, well, it's important to note that Max Verstappen started P8. He started in eighth place and that yeah. if he won the race, he would be world the world champion. Correct. Already. Yes. But that did not happen. Yeah. A series of crashes happened. We had six DNFs. So six cars were out of the race. Yeah. And we ended the final grid, like the final race standings only went down to like only 14 cars finished the race. So I'm wow. pretty sure George Russell was the 14th. He was, he was saying some crazy things on the radio. He was driving behind Mick Schumacher and he said, Schumacher's defending like this is the race of his life. Crikey. I mean, it's your job. Of course, he's going to try to defend. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, okay, George. And then, yep. but the winner of the race was Checo Perez. Thank goodness for Checo. We like him. We love Checo. The second was Charles Leclerc. Yep. Third was... Uh, Carlos Saints, so yeah. it was double podium for Ferrari. Then it went Lando Norris and P. For McLaren. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about P5, which was Daniel Ricardo. Oh, Maddie, you must have been so proud. <laughs> I was so proud. He started uh, 16th or 17th. He made up 11 spots to P5, jazzed me right up. Jazzed me right up. How about a double top five finish for McLaren? That doesn't I know. happen very often. It doesn't happen very often, but I think it was just, he was so happy. And just seeing that smile back on his face, he was a pest all weekend with the media, just yeah. absolutely interrupting all driver interviews and causing havoc for anyone who wanted to have a serious conversation. But you know what? Singapore, it, he always says it's one of his favorite races. It's a brutal race because you sweat so much and it's just humid and gross and hot, but yep. he crushed it. We couldn't be more proud of him. And we are still hoping that he gets an F1 seat next year. Are there still four open seats? No. Okay. There's, because Zhou Guan Yu signed. Oh, he did. Okay. Good. Which was smart because yeah. he's been nailing it. So um, let's see. It's Haas. Yeah. And Williams. Williams and yeah. Alpine still. But so three open seats. Three open seats. The rumor is, this is what the rumor mill is saying. I got it from F1 Twitter. So you cannot trust a single thing. But the rumor mill is saying that uh, Pierre Gasly is going to go to Alpine with Esteban Ocon. So that would be a full French team. We've discussed it. It's not going to work out. They, wow. 
Pierre and Esteban hate each other. And then that means Nick DeVries would go to Alpha Tori to yep. take uh, Pierre's spot, but that would still leave open a Williams seat and a Haas seat. But we don't know where. One thing that's interesting is that Mick Schumacher does not have a spot on the grid yet. Oh, interesting. Yes. So I we'll have know. to see how that plays out over yeah. time, right? Uh, exactly. Because, you know, his dad, Michael, his yep. uncle Ralph. Yep. yep. Big names. Might Big have heard names. Him. Might have heard wow. him. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yes. Well, that's the news from this year. But now we're hearing that there could have been some funny business between Aston Martin and Red Bull last year. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This is another thing. I, I was tested this week. I was tested this week on formula one Twitter. I don't, I try not to fight people on Twitter because I just, you probably shouldn't do that, but, um, or do that if you want, but I try not to do that. There was reports coming out from the paddock that Aston Martin and Red Bull, or, well, I'm sorry. There was reports from the paddock that two teams broke the spending cap last year. Yeah. And that those two teams were Aston Martin and Red Bull. Yeah. And that they like broke the spending cap or the budget cap for 2021. And right. Toto, Toto Wolf was like, this is huge news because if you broke the spending cap in 2021, that means you have an advantage in 2022 and basically right. an advantage forever. And that's a valid point to make. But I would also like to point out that these are all rumors. Right. And the spending, like the team spending, it goes directly to the FIA. It's not shared with anyone else. So I don't know oh. how, like there's, which is interesting. So wait, it goes directly to FIA. Yeah. And the, the FIA body. doles out the funds to the well, teams. Well, the FIA just says, okay, good job. You didn't spend past your limit. Uh, I see. Yes. And so. And this, they have to submit it at the end of the year. So this yeah. is now October and this is getting thrown around with yeah. literally a month left in the season. People are on Twitter saying that it's like Lance Strolls and Max Verstappen's fault. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, you can't blame the drivers. I, they, all they do yeah. is drive the car. They don't decide where to spend the money. They don't. They probably don't even know what finance, how finances work. Right. It's the team principles, right? Yeah. So that yeah. would be, who was... Oh, that would be Otmar, who now is in Alpine, and Christian Horner. Yeah. I don't necessarily trust either of those men, but I do trust that it's probably nothing because I don't know why you're just trying to, it's like if it gets directly reported as FIA, then. You know what? Formula One has to get its act together. There's this spending issue that we know about. Yeah. Last year's final race, which they admittedly made a mistake, mistake. handed yep. a world championship to Max Verstappen. Yep. And then I'm watching the end of this year's or, or this week's race. Mm -hmm. And uh, Checo is going to get some sort of penalty for being yep. within 10 laps of a safety car. <laughs> and they can't figure it out in race. So <laughs> it's like minutes and minutes and minutes go by yeah. at the end of the race before they settle this thing. I mean, let's get it together. People. I know they need to do their job. It's yeah. not that difficult. There's, there's a, a book, there's a thick book full of, of thousands of rules, follow yeah. the book, do your job. You don't need to dilly dally about this. They were dilly dallying. They can't like, it's not that hard to do your job. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Well, I think we'll leave formula one on that. And the yeah. only thing I can say about formula one next week is do better formula. Do one. better. I'm do better. Up. That's a 1 a.m. 1 a.m. race in Japan. Next yeah. Week.
this this Sunday, which oh, no. I'm going to suffer. Are you going to stay up or are you going to get up? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It depends if I just crack open a sugar-free Red Bull and <laughs> okay, this is not, no free ads. That's not sponsored, but. Well, watch yeah. out for that aspartame. I know, literally Catherine's going to be devastated once yeah. she figures that out. All right. Um, well, I think we're getting to the towards the end of our agenda. We have a couple more things to talk about. I'd like to move to the NFL. Yeah. And it, uh, speaking of disaster, it seems like the NFL isn't really following its concussion protocols. So we have Tua, yep. who um, clearly was not well last um, mo- was it Monday night that he played against the Bills? Uh, Sunday. I can't remember night. if it was Monday or Sunday, but. Sunday. Um, he, he gets hit, he staggers when he gets up and he's allowed to return to the game. Yep. Then they play again, the Dolphins do, on Thursday night. Yep. And he gets knocked out of the game with a concussion. And uh, people are aflame. Yeah. First of all, horrifying images to see on the field. I, I don't know why they replayed that six times. Jeff Bezos, why? You didn't need to show that six different times. He did. He, he showed but it he six needed times. It. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it seems again, do your job. You have yeah. these rules. Everybody knows that football is inherently dangerous with concussions. I think, I mean, they've made multiple movies about it. Everybody talks about it. And then it's just crazy that Tua was allowed to play in the game and then it happened again. Yeah. And it just, it shouldn't have happened, frankly. He shouldn't have been allowed to I agree. play. I agree. Yeah. And that's yeah. also for me it's also brought up an interesting debate of what role does does the coaching staff play right have to do with this like right. what role when do you see that and say i he's clearly an elite quarterback he's doing pretty well this season or so far or yeah. he, he has been at what point do you say okay well the nfl said that's fine but i don't know if that's actually okay that's, right. You could, in other words, as a coach, you could step in and say, you know what? I think you guys might have this wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting comment, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and it's actually interesting, too, because the question then comes, well, do players have responsibility in that as well? Exactly. Um, so huh? we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I know the, the independent uh, concussion evaluator got fired. Yeah. Um, and. I just don't think that's the only issue. I think they're going to have to go deeper and sort of find it somewhere else as well. Exactly. That's not, that does not solve the problem. Right. That I agree. Just, that's just like saying that. Yeah. I don't even know what that is, but it's yeah, not solving the problem. Yeah. Well, the idea is you hire the independent evaluator and that way it takes the heat off the teams. Yeah. And, um, and yet it didn't. And it they didn't. still made that mistake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Next up, we talked last week about Live Golf, and they couldn't seem to find a service other than their website to yeah. stream their sport. And now it looks like maybe what is it like FS twenty eight or something yeah. like that? Yeah, or is Fox it, what, Sports. Yeah, which which Fox Sports? I think it's FS one. I don't oh. think it's, but no, it could be lower. But uh, again, rumbling. There are rumblings that they are paying Fox Sports to broadcast Live Golf. Really? Yes. This oh is my goodness. At, which I still, again, I don't understand. Live sports is such a moneymaker. I think there's a 
statistic about Am about Amazon Prime making back their entire revenue, like basically an insane amount of their revenue just by having Friday, uh, Thursday night football. Yeah, yeah. I I don't understand. I just, but it's crazy. It's just crazy that Live Golf might have to pay to be on TV. They actually have to pay to be on TV. <laughs> they are uh, running at a zero profit. Well, they are, I'm not sure it matters. That's true. It doesn't matter, but yeah. Yeah. another thing to keep just keep your key to keep a pulse on that that's amazing <laughs> all right well we'll have to see how that um how that ends up let's uh let's go ahead and move into the penultimate section here of the podcast what is going on on page six the latest celebrity news and gossip Oh, yes. All right. I have no idea who this person is or what it's all about, but are you ready for the lead? I'm ready. Leslie Bedor's ex got temporary restaining order against David Bedor. Who is Leslie Bedor? I have no clue. You don't even know? <laughs> no, I've never heard of that name. I mean, it's an I exclusive. Mean... <laughs> At page six, once again, the breaking news, this maybe that ne- I don't even know who that is. Okay, well, let's go down to the next one, which is a picture of Hilaria and Alec Baldwin sharing a portrait with all seven kids. It's called the Baldwinito Dream Team. Now, that is something we have to talk about, actually, because <laughs> Hilaria Baldwin isn't, isn't Spanish. Oh, right. There was that from whole, Boston. There was that whole thing about whether or not she was um what is it called culturally appropriated yes uh, but the way she committed to it and all the six the seven kids he, she has with alec baldwin all have spanish names wow crazy well something's going on there yep huh that's something I, another thing i don't even know what to think of that <laughs> i know i mean maybe she just likes spanish names which is fine fine but i don't know but also it's crazy because she's from boston yeah <laughs> and everybody's like before she started dating alec baldwin everybody was like we're i don't i don't think she's ever had a spanish accent in her life yeah yeah, yeah. huh well who but knows who you knows? know maybe she's from charlestown and likes to get a dunk and smoke a dot <laughs> maybe she likes to smoke a dot yeah <laughs> Huge right, here's, here, here's another one for you okay. and i don't know who these people are and maybe you do it is amanda batula Kyle Cook address those who doubted their marriage. Pay up, they say. No idea? No idea. Wow. Are we losing touch, Maddie? I don't know, but this is really stressing me out now. I'm going to have to start doing a deep dive. Yeah. I, oh, SNL was this weekend. That was good. Oh, and they did sort of like a Manning podcast on they SNL. They did Cold Open was the Manning, the Manning, Monday night with the Mannings or yeah. Uh, Miles Teller was the host, Kendrick Lamar, the musical yep. guest. I would nice. say I watched all of it. The first SNL episode that I have watched since the Kim Kardashian SNL episode. Yeah. And I would say they had some hits. They had probably three skits that were hits. The rest were a bit of a miss. Well, you know, that's about average, right? Yep, about Unless average. Unless it's an outstanding episode. It's yeah. usually around there, three. Yep. All right, Moo, what's at the top of your fitter tw- uh, <laughs> fitter tweet, your Twitter feed? Okay, let's see. Um, let's see. Well, I, oh, 
here we go from Pop Crave, which is a pop culture update yeah. count. Harry Styles endorsed Beto O'Rourke for governor of Texas at his show last night in Austin because uh-huh. Beto O'Rourke was there. Yeah. And Harry Styles is likes to make political statements about American politics. And he's not American, right? No. He doesn't even get a vote. <laughs> no, he doesn't get a vote. <laughs> okay. Yep. Just putting that out. Yep. Um, let's see what else. Cardi B and JT from the City Girls are exchanging some words on Twitter. Oh, is it a Twitter feud? A little bit of a Twitter feud. Nice. Um, let me look if I... I don't know. Well, I think, you know, anytime you can get Cardi B and Beto uh, O'Rourke and Harry Styles in about 30 seconds, seconds of audio, I think we've done a good job. Good job. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, yeah, so I just got, I just saw another thing that says Kim Kardashian will pay $1.3 million to SEC over crypto toting. Oh, yes. She made a mistake that she got fined for. Oh, well, she's yeah. a billionaire, so that's probably what she makes in one minute. Yeah, drop in the bucket. Drop in the bucket. Yeah. Geez, speaking about drops in the bucket, Hurricane Ian was something else again. Again. Yeah. Now, I have, a, I have a bone to pick with the average weather person. Yep. You and I both know we can go to nhc.noaa to yep. get the real hurricane forecast from the real hurricane forecasters. Yes. And I will say that there are some folks who interpret those forecasts and sort of exaggerate them in a way yes. similar to, oh my gosh, what was the one that our ex-president said when he, he totally miffed a hurricane forecast? It was like four years ago now. I can't remember what it was, yeah. but it was hilarious. Anyway, um, the doom and gloom on this one was, I know the track was off, but the doom and gloom was right. Mm-hmm. Fort Myers Beach, which is a place you and I know very well, is absolutely gone. Destroyed. Completely yeah. destroyed. Yeah. Lot, like flooded, washed away. The whole thing. We, the whole um, thing. We were visiting with uh, Uncle Dave and Aunt Linda on Friday night. They were out here for a West Coast trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got pictures of their condo in the building that we usually stay at. And yeah. the, the water was up above the first floor condo so it went up above the garage and then into that first floor oh wow yeah they're on the sixth floor so they weren't impacted all that much but that place is shut down for the next who knows how long four to six months maybe definitely i mean mean, really it's amazing disastrous yeah it's disastrous i just quickly checked speaking of hurricane tracking i guess this might have to be a segment but we got some future future hurricanes happening in the Oh, are things happening in the Atlantic? Yeah, there's some indications towards hurricanes, but there's no confirmed tropical storms yet. Oh, right. There's some disturbances. Yep, there's one off the islands of Africa that might be doing something. Yep. And then there's that one that's like above... uh, Where is that? Guyana or... Yeah, Guyana. But that's only only 20% chance of becoming a hurricane. So I don't know. Yeah, but that's a 20% chance of becoming a hurricane. It's 30% through five days. So you That's never true. know. It's right near the windwards. That's true. Where and it the can pick came up, up through. It could pick up steam. Because it was a warm yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, one thing I know about the Rocky Mountains is we don't have to deal with hurricanes all the no, time. No, you don't. Although just I will fires. Say, just fires. 
Yeah. Um, we got rain again today. I think like Boulder County and the Northern Front Range is the only place out West that is officially not in a drought zone. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. <laughs> feeling pretty good about us. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Dad, what's yeah. at the top of your Twitter? Well, the top of my Twitter is, you know, nothing nearly as exciting. <laughs> Literally at the very top is, um, well, let's see. I got nothing. I got, there's a local guy who writes about the Broncos that I got. Yeah. It's a sad day in Colorado anytime the Broncos lose and when they lose like they lost and when they lose players like they did, it is yeah. brutal. It's, it's, it's rough out there in Broncos country. Yeah. It's yeah. rough. That is a tough, tough spot to be in. I mean, they're two and two. We still got a yeah. shot. So I, I think we're, we're going to be okay out yeah. here in Colorado. Russ so. Wilson. And his yeah. subway ad. Did you see his subway ad? Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll have to, you know. I, I need I, I need to go to a sub. We should do, we should try to see if we can get, go get his subway sandwich. Yeah. There you go. Do One a of review. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last up, Maddie, what's going on with the sisters these days? Well, let's see. So, uh, I, I spoke to Catherine very briefly yeah. this weekend, very briefly. She called me by accident because she has another friend named Maddie who she was trying to call. So, Oh, she got you. That's exciting. Yeah, that was exciting. Um, but I've I been speaking to Bean a lot. I, well, I've been texting Bean and what because is... she was watching Dancing with the Stars and oh. she needed my thoughts about, um, about the celebrities. Like, oh, well, please do share what celebrities yes. are on Dancing with the Stars. And isn't it funny that Bean's watching? Well, you know, we had to discuss whether Gabby from The Bachelorette. I didn't watch this, the most recent seasons of The Bachelorette, but. I did. Was Gabby on there? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She sucks. Crazy. Yeah. Bean says that she, Bean said, I can't tell if she's being, if she's actually not the smartest person in the world yeah. or if it's like an act. And I said, nope, she's definitely not the smartest person in the world. Unbelievable. Then we also have Charlie D'Amelio. Who's that? The TikToker. Oh. The TikToker Charlie D'Amelio. And her yeah. mom is also participating on Dancing with the Stars. Oh. And so that's a bit weird. I yeah. feel like. How would you like but, to be on Dancing with the Stars with your mom? Yeah. I I wouldn't say that's my first choice of activity. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mom says you better be nice about that. I am. Yeah. I it's yeah. I I think it would be fun, but I also think that it would probably cause some serious tension in our well, it's relationship in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Charlie, so Demilio, Charlie D'Amelio is a TikToker. Yes. Yeah. And she's doing well because she used to be, um, uh, she used to do competitive dance. Yeah. Oh, so she knows. Yeah. And yeah. then we have my guy Vinny from the Jersey Shore. Oh, Vinny from the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I love the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I love Vinny from the Jersey Shore. He's okay. on. He's been yeah. doing pretty well. I don't really know who else it is. Let me look back in the conversation. Well, that's okay. And um, was Bean particularly interested in the TikToker? Let's see. Well, she was most. She asked me the most about um, about Gabby from the ba Bachelorette. Yeah. The quote: "The woman Gabby from the Bachelorette is not the brightest." End quote. Yeah. And then I said, "Yeah, no." And she was like, "Vinny from the Jersey Shore is doing well." I said, yeah. "Yes." Wait, and I'm going to get an. I need to get an update from Mom here, just for a second. Mom, is Gabby the one with the dad or the other one? 
from The Bachelorette. Remember, there were two of them this past season. Which one was oh, Gabby? She's the dark-haired one. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one with the grandpa. Oh, right. So Gabby's the one with the grandpa. Oh, okay. Yeah, she had really close with her grandfather. And um, anyway, the, they were both incredibly dramatic. It was a hard yeah. season to get through. It's a, Yeah, I, try, I watched, I put in one or two weeks and I said, this yeah. is good for you for sticking it out. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's, that's the update with the sisters. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see, you know, Catherine's coming home next weekend. So we'll definitely have, yes. What? She's, on, she's on her long weekend and she wanted to come home. So we're going to be picking her up at the airport on Friday night and uh, hanging with her. And then she flies back to school. And then of course, we're all in Vermont the following yes. weekend for Peepop. Yes. It's on my calendar. Okay, good. Yep. Mom will be happy to know you accepted her invite. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. There's about 35. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's a battle. That's a battle I'm fighting. Yeah. I will be there because it, someone has to drive me to Boston and be, that's the, are you flying into Boston? Yeah, we're all flying into Boston. So okay, there'll probably so be two cars. I think um, Bean and Michael will take one car and then uh, we'll take another car. Because I think Great. Bean's got to go back to Boston because For she's hockey. got practice. She's got hockey practice. And then also Catherine is going to meet um, her guy there because her guy's got um, a tryout at Catherine's college for lacrosse. And then they're all going to drive down together. So it might just be you, mom, and me staying over on Saturday night in Springfield. Good. Yeah. We're getting the party back together again. Yeah, we're getting the gang back together. Yeah. Student migration. That's right. It's That's a migration. Right. All right, Moo, I think that does it. I just want to thank everybody for joining us on season one, episode four, the What Suits You podcast. Maddie, where can they follow us on Twitter? They can follow us on Twitter at What Suits You Pod. And now this is huge news. I also have made a TikTok account, which is What Suits You Pod, and an Instagram, which you can follow on What Suits You Pod. We now have TikTok and Instagram. And Twitter. I know. And Twitter. Wow, we're nailing the social media. We're making moves. That's all I got to say. We're making moves. (laughs) I love it. Yes.